It's an interesting world we live in. Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. From spirituality, holistic healing, to creativity, and conscious business, we've got your mind, body, and spirit covered. Welcome to Deep Cuts. Uh, This is Christina Dam. She hosts the regular podcast, but we thought we would roll with a little behind the scenes today because this is a bit less formal. Um, I was thinking that... And who are you? I'm Rebecca. I'm Rebecca. I am a practitioner here. I do some of the editing as well for this podcast. Um, Talking like uh, introducing me and not talking about yourself. This is the deep cuts, though. We're just in. It's informal. Um, But yeah, we just thought that we'd hop on and... uh, I wanted to actually, realistically, I'm going out of town and I wanted to make sure that we had lots of great content for you. So we're like a little bit off the cut, but uh, people ask us all the time what we do for our spiritual practice to stay grounded or to get connected or how we solve problems. And um, that's something that we talk about concepts all the time, but we don't often like, you know, every morning Christina gets up really early and she has like stuff that she does before she starts her day. You know, you you can't just, you know, I think that whether it's a spiritual practice, whether it's an entrepreneur practice or whatnot, when, you know, there's been many books and articles and things that talk about what do people do as their ritual in their day, right, to get their self going, you know, and the people that have an active ritual of some form of habitual patterns that they tend to be more successful, more successful within um, their career, more successful within their practice of whether that is a spiritual practice, whether that is a growth and development of their self. Maybe people have rituals within um, relationships and stuff too, like times of when they check in with each other, like every right. Thursday night is mm-hmm. their, their insight for that, you know, so rituals don't have to be a daily, they can be a weekly, they can be a monthly, they can be, you know, but this consistent thing that you do to, to kind of hold yourself accountable, ground or move yourself forward, right? Yeah. And uh, Rebecca has different practices that she does that are a little bit different than I do. And it's not about adopting hers or mine or whatever you might do. It's about finding what works, right? It's like, yeah. it's like diets. Not every diet works for everybody. Yeah, and, for you sure. know, there, there can be a whole fad of people going on the paleo or doing this or doing Atkins or yeah. doing you know, no carb, low carb, whatever the heck it is. But it's ultimately it's finding that diet that works for you. I would say it even should be probably super tailored to each person. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing something exactly the same as someone else, it's not wrong or bad. But like usually, I just, I don't know anyone that has exactly the same practice. Like it usually just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, just like, you know, diets don't work out 100% the same for everybody. But it is a point that you can take something from somebody else, borrow it, try it on, adapt it you know, maybe alter it slightly or not alter it at all, but add to it or whatever the case may be. For sure. So what's yours? Well, before I say what it is, I just want to also make the point of if I, like, I don't have a schedule and I notice that if I, when I'm not, when I don't have any sort of spiritual practice, it's usually not going great. So I always notice that, like, I just don't really feel great 
I feel a little scattered, I'm out of alignment, I'm disconnected from myself, I'm disconnected from, you know, God, that's my preferred word, but it's this, you know, it's the force, universe, spirit, whatever, higher self. So I notice that I just come back um, and there's different things that I do all the time. But I mean, I've like literally sometimes it's like you have to get really, really off the path and you're just like, ah, and then you, you know, you're like, man. So you come back and you're, you're like really not in an amazing state. So you might not like have all your wits about you to where you even are going to have like this beautiful little candle ritual or whatever. Like I've literally just like curled up at the base of my altar and cried. Yeah. you know, before and been like, help me. <laughs> and that to me is a spiritual practice. It really is. I have a sacred space where I can go, which again, like I want to stress, I don't think that you actually need to have that. It's just for me, it's really been beneficial to have an altar. Um, and I have like things on my altar that are, you know, symbolic and, and special to me and make me feel connected. They're like a concrete physical manifestation of that process but you know I could still do the same thing even if I wasn't home and didn't have my altar yeah just carve out a space and like say that prayer and just connect in and asking for help or saying a prayer of gratitude Um, so like that's often what happens is I get off the path and then I'll come back into uh into a practice that's like really thrown together and not very formal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I have all these other ones. I, like I love to do candle magic and other things like that. But just the reality of it is that's usually what it will look like. Well, you know, and, and that's, that, that's a part of a process, mm-hmm. too, right? You know, like, yeah. as I was saying, you know, there's there's patterns that happen daily, patterns that happen weekly, patterns that happen monthly, patterns that could be, you know, not necessarily planned, but... Oftentimes, you know, if, if those that are listening hear that getting off the path often puts us further on the path. Right. And so, uh, you know, I, I want people not to be hard on their self for anything. It's like most of the time people get so hard on their self with whatever they're accomplishing. When I'm coaching people or do, working with people on it can be anything. It doesn't even have to be spiritual growth. It could be as it's a business, this, that, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's so hard that I didn't do this. And so so I messed up or whatever for what? The only path you're on is your own journey. You, exactly. you you messed up from what? Your life? Like this is this is your path. And sometimes we learn more by stepping off for a minute mm-hmm. and then we realize how important it is to be back on. And so I'm hearing that for you, that is jumping back in and connecting with prayer. Yeah, exactly. And so or and meditation almost always. It's like a it's like a both sides of that coin because one is talking and one is listening. Yeah. <laughs> Usually and there's, you know, so many different kinds of meditation um, that I do and I ha- when I have a regular practice and I'm not really off of it, it does look like meditation daily. Like various different ones that are guided or maybe not guided, things like that. But prayer I feel like for me has been one of the most powerful things and that's free. You know, and it doesn't have to be within the confines of a religion either, right? So you can, again, pray to your inner self, your higher self. And over the the decades, I would say, of the spiritual work that I've been doing, um, it's funny because she, as Christine is just saying, that we're so hard on ourselves. And I'm at the place now where I'm really not anymore. And that's beautiful. Like, I know how to shift into compassion for myself and, like, baby myself and just let myself be in that space. And it's, like, the ultimate act of self-care and self-forgiveness. 
and it's like major progress for me. Yeah. So it's really awesome. Um, I always, by the way, when I say that, help me, <laughs> like that prayer, I have never not gotten help. Yeah, I've never not gotten help. That is like the number one the- spiritual advice I give to all my clients. I'm like, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you know, one, whether you, I mean, well, if you're listening to this, you have some spiritual basis, I would think. So you're, mm-hmm. you're believing in something bigger than yourself. But even if you're more skeptical, even just proclaiming what it is that you want on a psychological level starts to, for you to get clear of your intention of your actions. And that's what, that's one of the powers of prayer, right? Mm-hmm. And then there is. You know, there there's a set belief, you know, there's many different beliefs around prayer, but one of the unifying forms among most of the different uh, religions and, and thoughts is that the other realms are not to assist, not unless we ask. Yeah. And, and so they're literally, you hear like that, you know, I, I might've said this in a podcast before, but like, uh, like, like a, the, where people are asking for something, it's like a cartoon meme. And then, uh, they're, 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 they're I'll start over, but anyway, so, so there, <laughs> there's this cartoon meme that went out of my head right now, but, um, it's about actually taking that moment, asking for assistance. So they know what you want. I mean, if I was an angel mm-hmm. or a being up there, whatever your belief is, do you know how many crazy things go on in their heads? I am so thankful for unanswered prayers. <laughs> like, you know, like if you if it was just like the thought processes mm-hmm. is in, in the head. Is it the it, delay in the law of attraction? Yeah. The, <laughs> the, delay, delay. the, the, the delay in the law of attraction. But if, yeah. if everything I thought about was all of a sudden brought into my life, I mean... You know, it would just be a little bit cray cray, right? That's why, too, that this or something better, you know, that asking for this or something better, asking for whatever serves your highest good and the highest good of everyone. Yeah. Because you don't know. Well, you don't 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 always know. We we get attached to different things, right? (laughs) And then we think that that's what works for us. So that's the beautiful thing of the unanswered prayers, or maybe they are answered because they're coming in in the this or something better realm, right? Yeah. But, you know, so if you're sitting there, and you have, the average person has 65,000 thoughts a day, okay? And so how much do you really want those 65,000 thoughts to actually manifest? Because the majority of them are self-deprecation, mm-hmm. are problems, are irritations, are things that you're worried about that. So, you know, if I was a little angel up in the sky, I wouldn't want, you know, like all of those thoughts, I wouldn't know what to answer. So a prayer is setting this really strong intention and saying, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And then it's like ringing a bell and saying, oh, here's my order, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Here's my order. I mean, imagine if you were like a waitress and... And you're at a a table and the person's just reading over the menu and you're just starting to continue to write down everything that they were saying, you know, mumbling as they were just reading it. No, it's not until they they, they say, oh, this is what I'd like to order. Otherwise, they might just be going through all the items on the menu and you get a million different random things of all different varying taste buds, right? It's so true. 
So, anyways, yeah. that's my two piece on that. My mind's not thinking that that strong today, so I'm no, mumbling. it's okay. We're we've got the cacao, but, but I have cacao, <laughs> and, and I'm in Christmas se- season. You know, it's it's been 44 degrees in in Los it's Angeles, freezing. and at the end of May, so that was the Canadian. Oh, I just said it's freezing, and then I said I'm Canadian, so I would definitely take some heat. Everywhere else in the United States, it's super warm. It's just like here. Yeah, it's freezing. I can't deal with it anymore. I'm a sissy. But, um, so, but I know I, I wanted to talk to you about this because you're one of the few people I know. You get up very early every day. You don't actually really even sleep that much. I don't <laughs> think you go to bed super early most of the time either. No. Christina was cut from a different cloth. She doesn't need as much sleep as us ordinary mortals. But... Um, she gets up what time? Like five, six in the morning. Yeah, between five and six a.m. I like, wake yeah, up. Yeah, so I'm night. like, you know, when I first met her, I'm like, you're always here at work. Like, you must literally have no time for yourself. But she does. It's just very early in the morning. Like, what yeah. do you what do you do every day? Um, well, lately I've been on this obsession with the medical medium. Me too. <laughs> and and cleansing <laughs> and detoxing because remember you. you it's just as important to take care of our physical as it is to take care of our mental as is it to take care of our spiritual. And they're so all connected. they're all connected. And the more purified our physical body becomes, the clearer our spiritual body and our insight and our direction too. It's mm-hmm. oftentimes why they say a lot of times when people get onto very strong spiritual paths that they eat a very refined diet and they don't eat any dairy or meat or poultry or any of that because the lighter and the light fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables actually help them connect stronger. Whatever your diet is, whatever, no judgment. So um, I, you know, when I wake up, <laughs> I tend, first thing I do in the morning is, well, I get up, I go and brush my teeth, then I make celery juice, and I drink a 16-ounce glass of celery juice. And then, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's it, a game changer. It, it is. I mean, I know it's a, it's a fad, but it really is super amazing. I mean, we don't sell celery at the store. Yeah. One more time. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, go buy, <laughs> you the, know. The celery juice, you can like, blend it in a blender and take, a like, a strainer. I have a juicer, so it goes, you know but that mm-hmm. celery juice drinking a 16 ounce glass first thing in the morning if you don't want to do that you know one of the practices that i've always had for years is first thing in the morning drinking lemon water on so an what empty does it stomach. do for you like how does it make you feel when you do it um well it's it's kind of the same process of like the lemon water you know so it's just really it I know that I'm starting out taking care of myself. More than anything, that's what it's doing. And then I often follow the celery juice 30 minutes later with a 16-ounce glass of lemon water um, because I still have it in my head that I need that. Um, But during that process, I I take my time in the morning. I do daily meditation uh, to ground and anchor myself in. I I normally sit and journal every morning um, and thinking about what are the things that I want to accomplish or do for that day. Um, on top of, you know, on top of those two things, so the meditation and that, um, I'll often find myself, I listen to, I try to do one book a week is my, my, my thing, uh, for reading. And some of those things I read and some of it, I listen to audiobooks. I'm a big fan of audible and audiobooks. And so in the morning, I like to get in a good hour or so 
of reading in addition, you know. Uh, reading is a spiritual practice. It is. And, and sometimes I will be reading spiritual books. Sometimes I read marketing books. Sometimes I read entrepreneur books. Sometimes I read just great stories that it's get me lost. Your well. You know, it's and, your well. and, and it allows me to, to, to learn and continue to grow, right? Yeah. And, you know, those are, those are what I like to do. And I like to start out my day never rushed. I don't wake up with an alarm ever, you know, so I just allow myself to wake up in my sleep cycle when it, I'm supposed to. And that happens to be between, normally it's between 5.30 and 6, but it's between 5 and 6. And that, that's my ritual. And I always, I'm, I'm a coffee component or drinker, like I love it. So I still can't get over the coffee. So after I do those stuff, I always have a little bit of coffee. Because it makes your heart happy. Because it makes my heart happy. You know, it's my little thing. At that point, I've already been up for three hours before I have a cup of coffee. So it's not like I'm needing the coffee to wake up. But there's something (laughs) about the ritual of the coffee. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, you know... I there's there's other things like so we go through times you know when we get off course or when we have problems happen in our life you know it looks like we're we're selling products here but uh, which we do sell we do and they're they're really great like if you need something you should holler because you know we got the goods but we use them but I just wanted to share a few different things that the reason why I created these bath salts is trying to find a great bath salt if there's anybody that's a pranic healer out there or if you are just like to take baths for either relaxation you know that they work for energy clearing um, as a pranic healer for almost a decade I always found it hard I was always trying out different people's salts and you know things were okay or things were either super pricey if they're really good or they were okay or I wondered if like the quality was actually good or they put these different chemicals in it or colors or dyes. Colors. No, and then it, people don't know this, but most dead sea salt that is sold in the United States comes from Utah. I never knew that until like a few months ago. So, you know, I was like, all right, well, what about helping heal the body and the spirit purging and cleansing and restoring and relaxing so I said okay what are the best salts for that so we put in this bag I mixed together Epsom salt is only good for the muscles okay it's not a good clearing so it's good for relaxing but there's a little in there because we're taking baths to relax right but that's only a quarter of the ingredients and then there's so pink Himalayan pink Himalayan salt has so many different uh, vitamins and minerals in it and so that actually replenishes the body French gray salt is a super purger and so you're going to just purify your energy body you don't want to eat it it doesn't taste good but it will purge <laughs> you and then dead sea salt is also one of the best like spiritual salts and so they mi- I mix them all together add some herbs to it to help out with that energy property of herbs and then literally charge them and do mantras over them and so salt has a vibration it's a living energy uh, and anything that has a living energy can be programmed and so you you can you can tell a salt it has a lower level of consciousness not like a, a person or an animal but it does have a consciousness so you can program it and tell it that it's going to clear all 12 layers of the aura purge all of the chakras and and clear the energy and it actually does it's amazing i didn't know any of this before right now <laughs> okay so so i do 
that, and I was doing this for myself for a while, <laughs> and then I decided, well, we should probably sell this stuff because yeah. it's really helpful. And uh, so those are the bath salts, and you know, highly recommended. If you do take a bath salt, fair warning: afterwards, for about 15 minutes, you'll overheat. So just lay on your bed and just relax because your body is just purging, 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 purging. And they're pretty strong, but they're they're when you use the bath salts, use them when you really need to get like just reset. You can add some prayer in the bath. I always do that, you know, adding prayer, asking for additional assistance because we're all working on clearing something, right? Yeah. And if you ask for that while you're in there, you're helping with that assistance. Now, um, when I jump into the shower, I highly recommend this for anybody. I don't care what shampoo or conditioner you use. Hopefully you use something organic and you're not poisoning yourself. Uh, but I've become obsessed with adding essential oils to my shampoos and conditioners. And also to the bottom of my feet, I put it in, in my little puff when I use like, you know, for a soap. Um, if you have a lot of cleansing and purging to do, use rosemary essential oil. In add a, you'll feel it, and then there's this little thing in the snape of your neck here, and it just will clear like crazy. Yeah, rosemary is known specifically for like clearing like mental fog or like um, like negative thoughts, like thoughts that cause you suffering. And there's so many different types of clearing because a lot of the time it's like energy clearing cord cutting connections to other people and See, it can I didn't all even be related that. i just intuitively like go like this funny. and i put it in my head and i'm like dee, 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 dee. yeah speaking of baths <laughs> like a few years ago i took um, a class at flower power in new york city and um, with rebecca fay i don't know shout out to rebecca fay um but she was taught me to simmer rosemary for like, I don't know, I don't even remember how long, but I still do it. Like if I'm really in a negative mental space, I will simmer rosemary, like a whole bunch of it, not the oil, but like the actual herb um, on my stove. And then I'll strain out the herb from the water and dump the water in my bath. And I cannot tell you how effective it is. In addition, I always would use bath salts as well, but I need to do this next time. um, And like sometimes the herbs in your tub, like you want to make sure you have like a, one of those tub blocker things because it's never fun to always have to call the plumber. Yeah. I've had to do that a few times, but um, yeah, rosemary, like who knew, you know, no, like, and and that's not one that's ever really talked about too well, but I got it in actually in a meditation and it was like, okay, rosemary. And, and, and so, so I started putting it in and I noticed it in my head and I was just like, oh God, this is like my new go-to, like clearing purging thing like oh, yeah. i like it better than sage and palo santo like not that i don't use those too but i'm like this this rosemary is super <laughs> yeah. powerful it smells good too yeah and just fair warning too um if you do simmer the herb and put it in your bath water it's gonna be pretty yellow um and that's fine like you're not gonna see that on your skin when you you know yeah. and you can shower it off but you can also just leave the herb residue on you because mm-hmm. it's energetic and that's what's recommended to do for those types of herbal baths but yeah that's rosemary awesome. that's what's up yeah rosemary and then you can put essential oils other places like when i get out of the the bath i like to or the shower i like to put uh spikenard uh spunknard oil on my bottom of my feet what does that do uh, it it's a protective oil, but it also really opens up your. You have these little chakras in your feet, so it really grounds you. Um, so I feel that you know it's 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 the oil that 
you know, the disciples got their feet wa- or rubbed with in the Bible. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And, and so it's a powerful, you know, there, there's hyssop and spikenard and then, you know, there's a couple other ones, of course, frankincense and stuff. But these are the, these are the, the oils that are often mentioned through different verses within the Bible. Wow. Yeah, so it's like for millennia, pe- people have been using these. these. Yeah, yeah, and they they smell great. Like yeah, they smell yeah. great. You can eat them if they're they're if they're organic. You know, like mm-hmm. eating oils, doing things like that. But those are those are kind of like my basic rituals. You know that I do. Um, of course, every once in a while, uh, you know, if you really need something, I put I put this little guy speaking of the Bible up here, uh, Psalm ninety one. That is one of the only verses in the Bible where it's God's voice, and it's a protective, uh, it's a protective um, verse. And so, if you know, oftentimes people come in and they're asking about how do they clear their space, or they're feeling attacked, or um, you know, they might have other energies going on. If you do that, everything will be gone. But face face your doors. Should you? Can you read it out loud? It's pretty short right it's a little longer but it's a little yeah, long but yeah but you know and yeah it's a, it's a, it's not that long but i mean but maybe too long to read i can yeah. put it in the notes we'll put it in the notes or we'll put, put a reference to it but face face the doorways do it in each room if you you know if you have multiple rooms in your house and you're you know face inside your bedroom facing your doorway so, you know, and then inside your living room, facing your doorway, inside your kitchen, facing the doorway, and then towards your doorway, you know, from the outside, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then this, you know, it's really good. So, How did you get connected with this particular um, psalm? Because I know that, like, just for anyone listening, like, we don't necessarily classify ourselves in a religious oh, context. Yeah, yeah. This just is not like, I, I'm, I'm, like, saying multiple things from the Bible. Like, I, I, I like looking at different... Yeah, no, we love everything. everything. Like, everything's everything great. Like, we're chill. We're great with everything. But, um, yeah, so not, like, pushing any particular religion. But, I, you know, I work with Mother Mary, and I have a cauldron on my altar. So, I'm, you know, we're, <laughs> we all sort of were a little bit mix and match. Yeah, we're like, I, a, we're I, like I, the I, spiritual mixtape. Yeah, no, like, I have the Quran next to my bed. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so it's like... But how did you how did you come across this particular psalm and it's um, and be so drawn to work with it? Uh, well, actually, it was uh, brought upon by one of my friends when I was looking at uh, clearing out the wonderful Liberate Hollywood. <laughs> and lots of energy comes through this lots building. Of, <laughs> lots, lots of energy comes through here, okay. and um, immediately upon saying it out loud, you could feel the energy force. Like I, I started shaking, and I, wow. it. it it was super powerful and so i would highly recommend notice that there's also something that you can do called a salt burn i was gonna ask you i'm like that's kind of our go-to for if we like really feel here at the shop like we need to clear something out like we sage and we do like you know all the things but like a salt burn is like breaking out the big guns yeah so and that <laughs> and that doesn't have to cost a lot of money and don't use these salts because these salts are for your bath and the, i mean you can use them don't get me wrong but you can just use like an iodized salt like even pool salt from like uh, a hardware store home depot wherever and the pool salt is the same salt that goes into salt water pools again not epsom salt epsom salt's good for muscles not for purging it's a different salt molecule but um you can get a um paint pan metal paint Mm -hmm. pan 
Uh, so again, just go to Home Depot, metal paint pan, and then pool salt, and scoop it all in, and then use rubbing alcohol. Like dump the alcohol. We'll do a how-to on this yeah. shortly too, but dump the alcohol on the salt, like coat it pretty good. Yeah, like a lot, you know, and you can even put a few herbs in there if you want, some sage leaves, some other stuff, and then yeah, light it on fire, and it's probably gonna burn for about 10, 15 minutes, and then just, you can do a prayer over it and just say that all of the, any negative energies, lower vibrations, any, you know, all of that is being disintegrated and dissolved and soaked up into the salt water and being released as the fire burns. Or salt, there's no water. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. sorry, not, you yeah, know, yeah. salt burn. Just want them to be confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so. Well, you can put salt water buckets around too and do that too, but this yeah. is for the burn. Yeah, we have that a lot here at the shop too, um, is like a bucket of salt water. But the, the salt burn, do you have to worry about like if, you know, we have a carpet in here, so we wouldn't probably put that here. Yeah. Like, how does that work? Yeah, you know, like, I, I would be careful if you have, like, a, a carpeted surface. Uh, just maybe put something else underneath it. Uh, maybe you have a baking pan or something that can go underneath it. Right. Just so that it's not touching directly. Um, it, it won't smoke, though. Yeah. There won't be any smoke. It's pretty so. good. It's pretty good. Not unless you put a lot of herbs in it, then it's then it'll smoke. Right. But otherwise, we, we do that, and we tend to do it room to room. And mm -hmm. we put it right on the, on the floor, and, you know, we don't have carpeted areas, so it... Right. Cool. Yeah. One more. Did you have anything else you wanted to no. say on that? I was going to say one other thing that I wanted to just share that I find myself doing a lot for spiritual practice, um, like in addition to meditation, um, you know, cord cutting, which um, I won't even go into that now because the, there's going to be like a really great uh, free class on that coming up, I think, either this Sunday or whenever Nikki's doing it. And then uh, there'll be a how to video released on how to clear and cut your cords soon, too. So stay tuned for that. Um, but these I do a lot of candle magic um, and that to me is interchangeable with a prayer candle uh-huh so like it's kind of witchy it's kind of Christian it's kind of like whatever you know it's really um, you know you can use crystals and herbs and different colors and it's really just about your intention and um, I started with these larger candles like these seven-day candles um, it's like a little bit more standard in the tradition of, you know, you give it a little bit of time, whatever you're asking the, yeah. the universe to help you with or God to help you with or your higher self or whatever. Um, and so I <laughs> wound up starting to use these when I needed help really quickly with something. Um, this would be like if I got in a fight with my boo or, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, like, I just don't know. Like, neither one of us are budging. And it's like, I don't know how we're going to work this out or whatever. So I go to my altar, like usually scathing, <laughs> yeah. right, on my meditation cushion. There's no, with something like this, like, I wouldn't take the time probably to carve, you know, my intention into it or anoint it with oils or herbs or sparkles like you know I can get pretty I can get pretty fruity and fancy with like the official thing but this is like very practical it's like I need help now please help me you know it's yeah. not necessarily demand but it's just usually you're kind of worked up so you know we have these like little candle holders they're like four bucks or whatever but um they're great. So, and these are what? They're two dollars, a dollar fifty, or something. You can like get 50 them. At, cents. You can get them at every. Yeah, I think we sell them shop. for fifty cents. So. Um, and they take about forty-five minutes to burn, an hour at the most. So I would just put one on my on my altar, and um, I would say a prayer, 
and be just kind of pour my heart out to God. Like, you know, you can vent a little bit too, is what like, this is bothering me. I don't know what to do. Please help me, you know, show me what to do. Show me what to say, you know, guide me. I'm, you know, if you, especially if you need a perspective shift, but you're feeling like really, really pissed off, (laughs) you can just be like, you know, um, I'm willing to see things differently, even if you don't know how you possibly could. Um, That's like a little course in miracles trick. And um, then you just thank the universe for the help and you light the candle. And there's something about it that, you know, you don't need the candle. You can say that prayer and still receive help. But physical ritual is so powerful because your mind sees that you did something. And there's a physical representation of that process happening in front of you. And you, bam. And I always get my prayer answered. Like, it's not always in the way that you would expect, but... Like, I'm talking, like, things, you know, have worked out in w- when I did not know how I was going to budge or have things work out. And it's usually very quick. Very, yeah. very quick. So I love these for that. And that's one of my go-tos when I'm a little verklempt. And I wanted to just quickly say that it doesn't have to just be a candle. And candles are, True. you know, like more in that Christian or Catholicism type of, mm-hmm. of mindset. But if you if you look at the ritual of taking and burning something, like if you go into Tibet uh, in in um, in in uh, Buddhism or just in different Tibetan cultures and stuff like that, it's always incense. You know, and that is the mm-hmm. mechanism of prayer. Yeah, that's actually totally you, could be you know, incense you, you just know, as easily. So, so, you know, you can do mm-hmm. where it's you put something up in smoke, you use it, it's it's using the use of fire, right? And and so if it's a candle, it's a candle, it's the intention and that is the representation and as it burns, you're getting that that assistance, the work is and, and you know, if it's an incense, intention prayer assistance and as it burns you're getting that intention so i mean whatever it is that's available for you and if you prefer candles or you prefer incense i mean but you you know like it's the point of it is that these are traditions even if they're slightly different under different belief systems that they're they're apparent across almost everything yeah, and you know? it's, it's a bridge to surrender because you know you have to surrender and ask you know, for assistance, and it just kind of helps you do that. It's like, but when the candle is burned out, the work is done, and I know that you know, it's being taken care of. Yeah. Um, so that's like just one of the, and you can use it when you're not like super upset about something, when you just you know, want to help or have any sort of wish or whatever, but I just find myself going to these little guys um, you know, in a state of overwhelm, but yeah. So anything else? I think those are, I mean, yeah, like forever and ever we could talk, but I think that's good for today. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Christina. Thank you, Rebecca. All right. Cheers, you guys. Have a great day. Bye. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.